Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Well, we got all kinds of things going on, Daryl. And the, the thing that I can't wait to announce, in fact, I'll just do it right now, is the audio version of Selling from the Heart is really close to being available on Audible. Wow, that's, this is fantastic, Larry. I'm so proud of you. We've been working on this for months now. Um, and I am so excited that we're finally going to get to hear you read Selling from the Heart to us. I threatened you, Larry, or last year that if you didn't record the audiobook, I was going to call you up and make you read it to me. So I'm so glad. Well, I, just got, I just got sick and tired of hearing you wail on me. That's all. <laughs> no, that's good. Hey, by the way, welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're new to the podcast, uh, we're glad you're here. You've joined a growing international community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine being authentic, adding real value. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, uh, I'm, we were just chuckling the last time we recorded this episode. I think we were in a glorified men's bathroom with our good friend, Jesse Cole. <laughs> well, it, it, it was funny because I was just telling Davin before I introduced Davin, I was just going, you know, the last time Daryl and I podcasted, right? Because last week, Daryl had a, had a severe case of the cold. So he we had to throw up one of our top episodes from 2019. So here we are, all three of us are, are in this glorified dressing room. And all of a sudden we introduce Jesse, right? And I say, hey, I'm staring at this nice silver couch. And Jesse Cole goes, well, I'm staring at a men's toilet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, nothing but the best for, for <laughs> from the art. And by the way, speaking of our friends, we just want to give a shout out to our friends that send out cards. It's been so much fun. Um, Larry, I, I've just been a, I don't know about you, but I've been a send out cards junkie this last week. I've sent so many cards, uh, which is great since I have an unlimited account, but it's been so cool just seeing the feedback from different people as they start to receive just the simple greeting card in the mail. It's incredible. Um, what type of reaction, just something so basic and simple, uh, gets back from people in today's digital world. Well, it's so interesting because everyone talks about, right, well, why don't you just write a thank you? And I said, well, that's great, right? I get thank you cards and I read them and I toss them. No disrespect to anyone who sends one to me. But when I get a send out card in the mail, I have yet to throw any of those away. They're all proudly displayed all over the place, even in a spare bedroom. It's just the extra thought that somebody can go through and say, you know what? I appreciate you. Here's something that I think is going to recapture a memory or an experience you had and proudly display it. Yeah, that's so good. If you want to give it a try, um, go to cards.sellingfromtheheart.net. Check it out. Send your first card on the house. It's on us. Um, we have got an incredible conversation today. And uh, Larry, this discussion we're about to have about purpose is going to be phenomenal. So why don't you set it up? Yeah, um, I'm going to give a special shout out to Tabitha Cavanaugh on this one because I wouldn't have met Davin Salvano if it wasn't for Tabitha Cavanaugh. So one day, all of a sudden, I open up my LinkedIn message center, and here's Tabitha, right? She goes, hey, Davin, meet Larry. Larry, meet Davin. I think you guys need to have a conversation. It was, it was something along that line, and I go, cool. So all of a sudden, we connect, 
and Davin and I started driving some great conversation, which has led to a lot of things um, that I'm sure we'll talk about. But somebody who stays true to selling from the heart, who's heart-centered, who's purpose-driven, got a lot of passion behind what he does, and I can't wait to dive in. So Davin Silvano, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Hey, Larry, glad to be here. Thanks for the introduction and grateful that Tabitha introduced us. What an incredible human being she is. And man, I just love the impact that you're both making in this world. No, thanks. Now, Tabitha is a rock star and one of our favorites. Huge shout out to you, Tabitha, if you're listening in. Davin, I'm looking forward to our conversation today about purpose. But as we get started, I really would love to hear your take on the question that all of our guests answer. And it's simply this. What does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I have to be honest, you know, you hear the, the, the saying, um, don't judge a book by its cover, right? The term sales has always been um, kind of a four letter word to me, although it's five letters, um, until I saw Larry's book and, and, and met Larry and I realized, wow, this is, this is what has been missing in the sales world. Because to me, selling is a very transactional term. But selling from the heart is a transformational phrase. And so to me, selling from the heart is when you have a desire to see someone's life or some organization's you know, uh, life change because of something that you did for them or through whatever service you provide or however they interfaced with you. There's a transformation that takes place when you bring the heart into it. Uh, whereas without that, it's a transactional moment that's very fleeting. So I, I could not be more excited to A, be on this podcast and be grateful for Larry and his work and that phrase and, and the book that he's, that is a gift that he's given to this world. No, I appreciate it, Davin. And you use two T words that are near and dear to me because it's in the Selling from the Heart manifesto is transactional and transformational. And there's so many transactional conversations. There's so many transactional relationships going on. And, you know, there, there might be a time and a place for that, but it's when you can transform those conversations and you can transform those relationships and make the heart the center of those conversations, things start to happen, but it all starts in our mind. And, and that's what I'm really encouraging people to think about is if you want to transform those conversations, you got to get your heart and mind correct. That's exactly right. You could not be more spot on. Um, I, I mean, obviously a, a transaction does have to take place for things to happen, but it's ultimately why you're doing it. And I think your work, Larry, exemplifies that. It talks about the meaning and the heart behind what it is that you're doing. Um, and without that, I mean, the transaction doesn't make sense. The sale doesn't make sense. So I'm so glad that you've captured that. No, thanks, man. Oh, that's so good. You've been on such an incredible journey, Davin, with, uh, with just diving into calling people and leaders back to their purpose. And um, I, I love the conversation that we had earlier where you shared your backstory and, and what brought you to this point. But uh, just maybe catch us up in terms of what was that aha moment, that, that moment where you realized the missing link in the business world today is, is purpose. Yeah. So I, we were chatting a little bit prior to the podcast, right? So I had spent several years working in the corporate world in marketing operations, uh, human resources, finance, 
kind of a this this mirage of all these different divisions and in, in, in different industries. And I found a missing link in all of those. So it didn't matter which role I was in. It didn't matter which industry. It didn't matter what company. There was this massive disconnect. And what I realized is that disconnect was connecting purpose and people with the processes of the company. So you have companies that they all start with a purpose. They say, hey, we're going to go do this, this thing. We're going to go create this product. We're going to provide this service. And we're going to do it better than anyone else or you know it's never been done before and that's the reason that we're doing it and here's the impact that's going to have and they invite people to be a part of that journey and then they put processes in place to support those people and as time goes by they get older they get larger and they start to focus more on process and profitability and less on people and purpose and it's, it's a natural attrition there's a term called mission drift it happens all the time Mm-hmm. And so what I had come across was looking back at what healthy teams look like, organizations that have sustainable results, organizations that have high levels of engagement from their teams and from their customers, relationships that last a long time. I realized that what those companies did well is they connected their purpose for why they do what they do. The reason they started the company with their people and with those processes you could walk into any of those companies and ask why people work there. And they could tell you the original story of how that company got Mm -hmm. started. Um, And in companies where that was absent, you know, results were not sustainable, right? They were constantly on this roller coaster and engagement was not high. And, you know, they were constantly struggling uh, to win talent, to win clients, to win customers. And, and so I wanted to stop the bleeding. And uh, that journey started about three and a half years ago, uh, where I said, you know what, I I think I'm going to take these insights that have been a gift to me over these last 20 years, and I want to go help companies make a difference. I want to go help companies that truly want to lead with purpose to reconnect with why they went into business in the first place, why the people decided to join them, and how they could be more effective in supporting them so that the company can do what it exists to do. What a fantastic story. And, and I, uh, first of all, I, I just applaud what you're doing and the mission and where, where you're headed in all of this. I think it's incredible um, in, in just in terms of its scope and power and need. As you look at the sales profession, though, we zoom in on, on um, the sales profession in general. And what I love about the Selling from the Heart podcast is with we've got a great volunteer audience. These people, you know, we showed up because we believe in purpose. We believe in authenticity. Um, what, you know, if, if you were addressing a group of salespeople, um, where, what would you say? Where are the disconnects that you see in, in sales when it comes to purpose? That's a really, really great question. And, you know, I've actually, you know, God's got a funny sense of humor because, um, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I, I, I didn't like sales at one point in time. Um, <laughs> and when I started to join uh, this journey of, of following this vision that I've been given, I went to my financial team and I quit my corporate career and told them what I was going to do. And they're a financial firm, right? And so the financial, I, I ended up, long story short, joining that financial firm to help them reconnect with their purpose. And as a financial company, 
you're selling all the time. In fact, when I say the term financial advisor, most people see that as a sales position. It's a very transactional position. And I found this massive need in the financial services industry for financial advisors to reconnect with why they became a financial advisor and to focus on why it is they, you know, quote unquote, sell what they sell, whether that is investments or insurance or themselves or or whatever it is. And so over the last three years, the majority of my audience has actually been sales professionals and whether that was financial advisors, CPAs, attorneys, Mm. um, because I think we hit on something in the sales arena and, and you asked what I would say. And it was this, who are you helping people become that question? That's what I would say. If I'm standing in front of someone, it doesn't matter what you are selling. My question for you is this, who are you helping your client become? Through whatever it is that you do, whether that is through financial services, whether that is an attorney, whether that is as a CPA, whether that is selling cars, it doesn't matter what it is. If you are providing a service or a product to someone, are you asking yourself, how is that product or service going to positively impact that person or that family's life? And are you connecting with that? Is that your reason for doing what you're doing or is it just to get a commission or get a paycheck? And, and again, Larry captures this in the essence of selling from the heart. It is really about how what you do positively impacts the lives of others. So my question to all salespeople out there is, who are you helping your clients become through whatever product or service it is that you're offering them? Yeah. And, you know, and Davin, by the way, thanks. And, and, and it's inter- it's interesting, but yet it's sad because I think over time we lose that connection as to why we're doing what we're doing. And it's, I'm going to point this upstairs and I'm going to point this upstairs into the executive arena for a moment because it's at the executive level that mission statements come about and vision statements come about and so forth. They get passed down through the corporation down to that say salespeople who maybe spread that message out. I'm going to ask people to reconnect with their mission and their vision if they have one and say, you know what, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And I understand that businesses are in business to make a profit. And, and I get it. I totally respect it. But if you get back to the why and you put the customer at the center, then you're going to start seeing what starts to happen. But it's marrying that short-term, mid-term, and long-term vision of the why, and let's see what starts to happen. But the thing is, is we focus too much on, you know, the short-term profit over the long-term continual nurturing of a relationship that will exude more profit. Yeah, and then the reinvestment of that that profit back into our purpose to make a greater impact, Mm. right? I mean, there's... That, that, see, a healthy cycle looks like this, is that you use profit to invest in processes that are going to support your people to do whatever it is that they need to do. So in the sales arena, going back to the financial advisor example, you use the profit, profitability of the financial firm to put process mechanisms in place that are going to help your advisors become the best they could possibly be in their roles to service their clients, Mm. which is ultimately why you're in business. 
your purpose is to help your clients. So your, your job as a company is to use profits, to support processes, to support your people, to drive a purpose forward. And if you do that well, that yields more profits, which guess what? It's cyclical. It resurfaces, and then you reinvest those profits to build more processes, to support more people, to make a greater impact, to, to pursue your purpose. And so that is what leading with purpose looks like. And profitability is a critical element of that. The question that I often ask is, are you using profit to build up purpose, or are you using purpose to build up profit? And where most companies get it wrong is they see prop purpose as a commodity. You know, hey, we're going to sell people on purpose to make more profit versus, no, 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 let's utilize profit to sell our purpose. And then incidentally, we'll make a greater impact. And yes, we'll get more profits and then we can, we can expand our purpose. Right. That's, that's so powerful. You know, Davin, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking and reflecting back to the early days of my sales career. And, and you know, I've got to confess, 27 years ago, when, when I started in sales, I got into the business for two reasons. One, I wanted to make a lot of money. And two, I wanted some personal freedom. Um, there wasn't a lot of purpose in my motives when I started in sales. Uh, and And I think this is a big challenge, right? If you look at a founder of a company, they can probably look back to some moment where they had an epiphany and a purpose. But for a sales professional that, you know, signed up in a career and said, you know what, this, I'm choosing this career because I want to make a lot of money. How would you recommend someone like that make the turn towards purpose? Yeah. So I'm going to be bold. And I'm going to say that if, if that is still your motivation today, then you're not going to be successful in sales much longer. Yeah, Because there has been this massive shift in thinking driven by generations. And so one of the talks that I do, actually, I'll be in L.A. next uh, month doing this exact talk. Um, Larry, we should connect while I'm there. Um, there's, There's a talk I do called the talent currency shift. And you see, so... There's four generations in the marketplace right now. You have baby boomers, mm-hmm. you have Generation X, which is my generation, and then you have millennials and Generation Z. And you see boomers and Generation X, if you asked us to do a job, we had one question, and, and that question was, how much does the job pay? Our That's number nice. one priority was a paycheck. Yeah. And so sales professions blew up in the boomer and X economy because everyone was focused on a paycheck, right? Yeah. I, I made a decision based off of paycheck and perks. And so that was, I, I valued money more than time. In fact, most people, boomers and Generation X value mm-hmm. money more than time. They trade their time away from their families for more money. That's why they would come home late from the office or work overtime or double time or whatever, mm-hmm. because it was about making more money. Well, millennials and Gen Z watched that. And in 2008, when the market blew up, they saw all of us trade away time that we'll never get back for money that we lost half of almost overnight. And they said, I don't want to live that way. Mm. And so now what's happening is millennials and Generation Z value time more than money. And so what that means for sales professionals out there is if you are selling to the next generation millennials and generation Z, and you're trying to sell based off of 
value or benefits or whatever it is, and your main motivation is, is to make money, to get a commission, to, they're going to see right through that. And they're not going to do business with you. They want to know that you value them, that you value their time, and that whatever it is that you're selling is going to improve their life in some way. So right. unless you can find it within your heart to pivot and change your motivation for being in sales, quite frankly, if you don't make that shift, within the next 10 years, you'll be irrelevant. Wow. <laughs> that, I mean, that's strong. I get it. And I'm looking at it. You actually inspired me to pull a book off my shelf that, um, that I want to get to the top of my stack. And I, it's called The Passion Generation by Grant Skeldon. And I listened to this millennial uh, slash Gen Z, I think he's leaning more into the Gen Z, talk about exactly what you're talking about and how um, we're, we're dealing with a, now a majority of the workforce that is saying, I'm not going to wait till the end of my life for purpose. I'm not going to wait to the end of my life for passion. I'm going to, I'm going to put that at the front of the list. And, um, by the way, awesome. Right. And I think, um, boy, I think your points to us in the sales profession, that, that is, that is huge in terms of why authenticity and why understanding your purpose is the game changer for sales professionals looking into this decade. So good. Well, you know, I I can't take credit for it. This isn't something I invented. It's not new overnight. Mm -hmm. In fact, I shared this with Larry. Um, I, there was I quote this in almost every talk that I've done. Um, but there's a movie called the big kahuna. Have you, have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there's, it's a terrible movie, by the way. No, no offense to Danny DeVito or, or, um, um, Kevin Spacey. Uh, but it's a terrible movie, but there's five minutes it. of five <laughs> million. There's five minutes of brilliance. There's five <laughs> minutes of brilliance in the movie that I do love. <laughs> and, and that five minutes, is when Danny DeVito is sitting down he's got the cigarette in his hand. He's talking to his young sales guy and, you know, Larry, not Larry on this podcast, but Larry paid by <laughs> played by uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, you know, is the experienced sales guy. Right. Right. And so, so they're, you know, they have this philosophical difference on what it means to, you know, quite frankly, sell from yeah. the heart really. Right. And, yeah. and so, Danny DeVito says these immortal words that have been with me forever. And this is in the eighties. So this isn't something that I've, I've invented. This is something that's been around for a long time. He says, listen, he says, if, if you want to be a human being, ask people about their kids, find out what their dreams are. Mm -hmm. And for no other reason, just find out. Right. The second that you lay your hand on that conversation to turn it, to steer it, it's no longer a conversation. It's a pitch. And you're no longer a human being. You're a marketing rep. <laughs> and so here's the deal. No one wants to be a marketing rep and no one wants to deal with one. Right? We saw it in Groundhog Day with Mr. Face, the, the insurance guy <laughs> who kept on trying to sell. Bob, right? And then finally, he's trying to avoid him like the plague. And then finally, he buys like everything from him. And he doesn't know what happens, right? I mean, just, <laughs> no one wants to deal with the used car salesman or the marketing rep. They want to deal with human beings. That's right. So if you're in the sales profession 
and you're going to survive and be relevant, especially in this time and age, you need to learn how to be a human being and you need to put your desires for your paycheck, your commission, your prestige on the shelf. No, that that's spot on because I, you know, this human thing, and it's and it's interesting to hear conversations amongst sales teams, right? So when I'm out working with sales teams, and you might hear some sidebar chatter. They they're going to say, you know, what Larry's book is so foundational, right? I mean, I get it, right? It, it's basic stuff, and I go, you're damn right, it's basic stuff. We've just set it off to the side because we just don't think it's going to work. And I'm keeping this simple for one simple thing is we got to get back to humanizing what many in the profession have dehumanized. And it's not that difficult. And quite frankly, it's your customers and prospects crave it. We just have to set aside all the fear, the ego, the bravado and all that and make it happen. That's exactly right. Well, I think for the longest time, it's been frowned upon. Right. And so here's what I, 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 you know, I was probably the largest offender of millennials for years. I, I mean, I, I remember saying to myself, I, I, I grieved that I said these words, but I used to say, you know, I just can't work with them. They, you know, all they want is bean bag chairs and coffee. I, I can't do it. I, I mean, I would make fun of them, but here's the deal is that generation has opened our eyes. And what they've done, Larry, is they've given voice to say it is okay to take the things that, that you and I talk about that have been on the shelf for years and pull them off the shelf and say, we need to lead with this. This is what we want. And so I'm grateful that they've done that, that the next generation has created this era of vulnerability, if you will, that, that you could choose to let down that your guard, that you, could, that you could take your heart out of your chest and put it on your sleeve and lead with it and sell from it, to use from your words. Beautiful. Now you're speaking my love language, Davin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Davin, uh, I, w- first of all, thank you. What an incredible conversation. And, and uh, as we're coming up to the end of our time, I'm just, I want to say if, if, if there is one thing you could say to this global audience of sales professionals, one more thing, what would it be? Oh, make it count. Mm. Please make it count. You know, I don't want to end this on a on a um, a sour note, but you know, obviously we've we've all um, seen and grieved the the loss of of, of Kobe and, and mm-hmm. Gianna and and the, and the other people that were on that helicopter this week. And here's the thing: you can win five national championships, you can have your jersey retired and put in the rafters, and and all of that. But right now. All anyone is thinking about is, you know, him holding his daughter in the final minutes of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. This life is short. And, you know, what's going to matter in the end isn't going to be how many trophies you have or how many jerseys you have hanging from the rafters. What's going to matter is the relationships that you've built along the way, the lives that you've impacted. And we're not promised tomorrow. We're not even promised the rest of today. So if I could say one thing to anyone on this podcast still on it, make today count. Wow. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us this week, Davin. It's, it's been a pleasure, and, and I'm so thankful that you're part of the Selling from the Heart community. Uh, and uh, just best wishes to all of the things that you have going this year. Uh, we're looking forward to being a part of the Purpose Summit this fall in Los Angeles. Well, that's going to be a blast. 
Oh, I can't wait to see you guys there. I know Larry's going to do a great job, and uh, I can't wait to, to come to L.A. again and join the, all the different thought leaders and, and, and people that will be there to shine the light on this very important topic. All right. Well, hey, till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, lead with purpose, and most of all, that's right. sell from the heart. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.